All right, back again for a Cash Medi podcast. It's been a while. I haven't done a podcast near Periscope. It what feels like forever since the pandemic, man. We're approaching almost three months of basically no live sports, which has just been brutal. Hope everyone's safe out there. Uh, tonight, not going to really talk too much about sports. I'm going to talk about mainly what's going on in the world, um, you know, with George Floyd's murder, um, racism, police brutality, you know, I'm going to talk about the pandemic, and then I'll I'll get into baseball, I got a little note on baseball, a little nugget on baseball, I'm pretty optimistic about maybe the season happening, uh, and then maybe I might get into, if I got time, I got my Athlon College Football Magazine, I've been reading up on a couple teams, I might get a few nuggets on it on a few teams there but let's start with um you know the protest that's going on for george floyd's death and you know black lives matter and the you know racism that people you know are protesting for and i totally agree with the protest you know i've always agreed with almost any protest i think you should be able to protest no matter what um as long as you know it's a peaceful protest, and uh, for the most part, uh, that's perfectly fine. The problem is, obviously, is the rioting that's going on in, in some of these situations. Um, you know, burning down, you know, I just saw like an Amazon building just getting burned down. I mean, I don't know what the end game is in this situation, but I do understand the black community being upset. I do understand, you know, we got a problem with police brutality. I understand all of that. My problem, though, is the media. The media is the main problem that I have because, and I've said this a few times on my Periscopes or my podcast, is I think we have a problem with the far left and the far right. So if you did a grading, a grading scale of the left being 0 to 49, we got way too many people that are in the scale of zero to nine, you know, in that area. And then if you did the scale for the right at 50 to 99, we got way too many in the 90 to 99 area. I lean right. And I'm sure I've lost a lot of followers on Twitter because I lean right. And Padre Twitter, you know, it seems like they don't mean lean left. It seems like they're far left on a lot of them. Which is fine. Anyone can have their own opinion. Um, I'm not saying my opinion's right, but I'm gonna have my opinion. And if someone doesn't like it, they can unfollow me. They can mute me. I'm sure many have. I mean, I've seen it, which is fine. I do the same to other people. Going back to the, you know, George Floyd's death. I mean. I was disgusted watching that video. Absolutely disgusted. I think it's like an eight, nine minute video. I only watched like two minutes of it because I couldn't watch any more of it. I knew what the results were, you know, and when you're seeing it on, when you see something like that on Twitter, it's just so sad and it's so disgusting. My, my problem too, and I feel like it's not getting talked about enough, is what the fuck were the other cops doing? You had three other cops. Um, and they didn't do shit. They didn't help out. I mean, if you got one idiot, one psychopath, 
One racist motherfucker putting his knee on someone when they can't breathe. And he was just by himself. That's one thing. Like, then you can just single out that guy and be like, that guy's a fucking idiot. He's a racist. Fuck him. Let's get rid of him. Let's put him in jail for the rest of his life. That's one thing. When you have three other cops watching it and not doing shit, to me, you have a much bigger problem than just one idiot. Because obviously, the the police department, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've defended the police for years, almost my entire life, and I still defend them. Don't don't get me wrong. I think most cops are are probably really good cops. I think most cops are not racist. Um, but I mean, shit, we're seeing more and more videos of this stuff, and it's just getting disgusting just watching it. And it's just getting harder and harder to defend. Then we have a problem with police brutality, and we have a problem, you know. To a degree with racism in, in both of them. To a degree with both. Is it as big as the media probably claims? I don't know. I don't think so. But maybe I'm wrong. And let me give you an example of what pisses me off about the media. You watch Fox News and the far, they're, they're far right. You know, for the most part. And they're going to make it like as if no police have done anything ever wrong. In these situations. And we're watching video after video. We know that they're doing wrong. And they just sweep it under the rug. And make it like as if. Oh no. You know police are great. And you know it's the far left. uh, Having a narrative. Then the far left. Makes it like everyone is a racist. Which is completely false. Not everyone in every situation is a racist. And that's my problem. With the media. And the blue check mark guys. You know, the blue check mark on Twitter, I mean, they all have agendas and they all have narratives. 95% of them don't use fucking facts. I like to follow people, you know, that use facts. I get, I get people that think Clay Travis is a racist and stuff. If you ever listen to Clay Travis, the guy is, he's a lawyer or used to be a lawyer. He uses facts and people claim he's a racist for using facts. I don't understand that. It's like, well, no, no, no. There's a narrative. You can't use facts. I don't know when when opinions became a stronger viewpoint than actual facts. It's just bullshit. I don't know why people don't listen to people who use facts and stop listening to fucking people with narratives. And like I said, it's on both sides. And like I said, I lean right. So when I watch you know, a Fox News or something and... They're basically making it like as if the police aren't doing stuff wrong. I'm like, come on, dude. But then I'll flip it like to CNN and everything's a racist. And it's just bullshit. And let me, let me give you an example of kind of what I mean like sports-wise. You got Colin Cowherd and, and Nick Wright. Whenever they talk about LeBron James, you know it's 100% bullshit. Not 100%, but you know it's bullshit before they even start talking. Like you could see... On the bottom of your screen, the the topic's going to be about LeBron James. You know, because they are such biased towards him and think that he has never done anything wrong and everything he does, they, they got an excuse for. If it, you know, it doesn't work out, if he has a bad game, this and that. And they make it like he's the greatest fucking thing of all time. You may think he's the best player of all time. That's fine. But he misses shots. 
You know, he, he makes a bad pass. He gets schooled sometimes on defense. He's lazy. on You know, like nobody's perfect. Michael Jordan, same thing. Like whoever you think is better, whatever. That's not the point that I'm trying to make. My point is whatever you see, that's what that's what you should be saying. Not, oh, I have I already, you know, I'm all in on LeBron, so I can't say anything negative of him. So you know it's bullshit. And the complete opposite is Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless, you know, is bullshit that everything that he says about LeBron James is in a negative way, and you know it's fucking bullshit for the most part. That you know that he has an agenda to make LeBron look bad. Nick Wright and Colin Cowherd have an agenda to make him look phenomenal. I mean, he is phenomenal. I'm not saying he's not, but to make him even look better than what he really is. And then what does Colin Cowherd and Nick Wrong try to do all the time? They try to criticize and nitpick every other player that's a really good player. Kawhi Leonard, they try to say like, oh, he's not that good and this and that. Um, What's the guy in Milwaukee? Giannis. You know, they try to... Why? Because those are the other guys that are, are the other top players in the NBA. So it's bullshit. And, the, and, the, and in the media with politics does the same exact thing. We got, we got rioting going on right now. And if you watch CNN, they keep saying everything is peaceful. Everything's peaceful. It's peaceful protests. Well, that's bullshit. You got buildings getting burned down. You got, you know, people are losing their businesses just acknowledge it. You go to Fox Sports, Fox Sport, not Fox Sports, you go to Fox News and you're seeing police brutality. You're seeing an old man get pushed by police, a police officer, and just walked over him like it was nothing. You know, you're seeing some police beating the shit out of people, totally overusing their authority. And Fox News makes it like as if nothing's happening. And they don't show the, you know, they don't show the videos. That's what pisses me off about Twitter too. Is like Twitter and the media, they don't show all of it. They, they have agendas and narratives. And it's just all fucking bullshit. I will never tell someone how to vote, which way to vote. Like Democrat, uh, Republican, liberal, conservative, whatever. The only thing I will say is... Try to educate yourself and try to know who's, who, who is far left and who is far right. Don't listen to those people. Okay, Not everything that Fox News is, is completely far right. Not everything on CNN is completely far left. But for the most part, it is. So try to find something, you know, one of the shows on, you know, that you like and you don't feel like that they're completely on that side. Or try to find someone on Twitter that isn't completely far right or far left. I mean, it's almost like I'll throw out a name right now. Um, Travis Russell on, he's, he's on, he's a Padre Twitter guy. He's um, a podcast. uh, I'm drawing a blank on the podcast name. Um, He does it with Nick McCann. Um, He talks politics a lot. I like listening to his politics on his tweets because I don't even know what side he's on. That means he's in the middle. If you can't tell what side someone's on, that's someone that I want to listen to. You know, like I said, I lean right, but I mean, I'm not far right. If I had to grade my scale, I'd probably be in the low 60s or high 50s on, you know, leaning right. 
Um, people get upset at that. I know Padre Twitter has unfollowed me for it. I, I, who fucking cares? That's just the way it is. Um, but, you know, do I think everyone is a racist? Absolutely not. I think, is there racism going on in this world? 100%. And I think the people protesting that are doing it peacefully, I think that's great. The people that are rioting and, you know, like the far left that won't acknowledge like Antifa that are just, oh, they're not that big of a deal. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Fuck those people, you know? Like, fuck anyone that that is basically trying to ruin America and making it like it's the worst country ever. Do we have problems? Sure. Think of it as your own family, you know? Every family, you, you got some problems. Like, you're going to get in fights with your wife. You're not going to agree with everything from your wife. But you don't make it like that person's the worst person because they disagree with you on something. That's, that pisses me off on Twitter. If you disagree with someone on Twitter, they make it like you're a racist. If it, you know, it's like, oh, you're a racist. You didn't, you didn't agree with, um, you agreed with Drew Brees. If you agreed with Drew Brees and then you're a racist. No, you might've thought you, you might look at the flag and say, no, I think it's disrespect if you kneel. And then someone else might say, well, it's not about the flag. Well, I mean, that's just a difference of opinion. It doesn't make you a fucking racist. Not everything is, oh, well, you're a racist. It's just so easy. They're, they're ruining the word of racist. It, it almost has no meaning anymore because they just claim everyone's a racist. If everyone was a racist, why are people trying to come into our country? I, I don't get that, you know? I mean, it pissed me off two years ago. The Ravens were playing the Chargers in a playoff game. And I bet the Chargers. I think I bet on, I think it was plus three, plus three and a half. And the Chargers won, and the first three quarters were kicking the shit out of them. And I think midway through the third quarter, I said, the Ravens should take out Lamar Jackson and put in Joe Flacco. I had two or three guys on Twitter tell me I was a racist for that comment. And I was like, what? How the fuck am I a racist? Oh, the only reason why you think Joe Flacco should go in is because he's white and Lamar's black. And it was like, no, that has nothing to do with it. It was the fact that Lamar was playing like ass and he was a rookie and he just was struggling and he just looked overwhelmed. Joe Flacco's a veteran. He's won a Super Bowl. Take your chance. That's all I was saying. And he could throw the ball. You know, I'm not saying Lamar can't throw the ball. He could throw the ball, but Flacco's, you know, more poised and uh, was older and more experienced, you, you give him a shot. He's he's proven it. Oh, you're a racist. To me, the two, three guys that commented to me were probably the racist because they saw that I, I had my son there, so he's white, so they, they, they know I'm going to be white on my profile, and they just assumed that I was using race. Which actually, they probably were doing that. So they were probably the ones that were racist. Um, as far as the pandemic goes, I mean, I think it's kind of funny that if... And that's another thing about the media. I mean, they had fear porn on the pandemic so bad. We should have probably been closed, 
you know, lockdown for a month. Some people will argue only two weeks. I'll say a month. We should have been locked down. The only people who are dying are people who are 65 and older or 60 and older and have health health conditions. That's the only people that are dying. And they keep coming out with these fucking models and Fauci and hey, many Fauci came out with a new model and it says that X amount of people are going to die from the coronavirus. And a week later, Fauci came out with a new model and Fauci, Fauci, you got to listen to Fauci. Fuck Fauci. It's the thing about the media is, is they get behind certain people and they make it like, like as if Fauci couldn't be wrong. Well, oh, Matty, he's been studying science his entire life. Great. Austin Hedges has been trying to hit a fucking baseball his entire life. He can't fucking do it. It doesn't mean Fauci is just the end all. You know, Stanford had studies that were showing opposite stuff of what Fauci was saying. We had other doctors that were saying different stuff than Fauci. And we just kept having to listen to Fauci. Fauci. Oh, Fauci. Fauci's a little fucking putz, dude. Look at him. He looks like a goddamn fucking virgin. You think I want to listen to a fucking virgin about everything? Oh, but you got to check the model. That's another thing on the models. It's so fucking, biggest fucking joke in my entire life. It's like the zip projections for, for baseball. It's all these computer bullshit shit. And then when they're wrong, they never fucking admit that they're wrong. Why can't Fauci just admit, you know what? I was wrong. On a lot of my stuff. He never will do that. You think Fangraph has ever admitted that one of their graphs was wrong? No, they don't admit that they're wrong. They just say, well, there's new data and we're just going to we're gonna go with a new, um, new model now. Bullshit. You think I could go to a fucking bet and say, you know what, dude? I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Packers minus three. And then in the NFC Championship, San Francisco's just beating the fucking piss out of them, and it's 35 to 7 with two minutes left. I'm going to go back to the, uh, you know, uh, to the window and say, you know, no, 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 no. I, I want I want San Francisco minus three instead of the Packers plus three. You think their fucking Vegas is going to go, oh, sure, Mr. Medeiros, now that the new data is out that the Packers are getting their fucking asses handed to them, sure, we'll, we'll refund your bet, and then we'll put in this bet for you. No, they're not going to do that. You You lost. You were wrong. Just admit it. Why can't America admit when they're wrong? It's biggest fucking bullshit. No one can ever admit, hey, I was wrong. You know? It's a joke. Fucking, you got to listen to Fauci and his models. Like as if that, that's the end all. I trust, I trust Bill Cosby giving my wife a cocktail before I'm going to trust another Fauci model. I mean, they projected so much shit on Georgia. That Kemp guy, and I think that guy should be the next president. You know, fuck Trump and fuck Biden. Make Kemp the next president. He's the governor of Georgia, I believe. I could be wrong. I'm almost positive his name is Kemp. Make him the next president because that guy at the beginning of the pandemic, like a month in was like, we're opening up and everyone was like, oh my God, Georgia's going to, they're going to lead the league in deaths and they're just, they're going to kill everybody over there. He put all his chips in. He went to the, you know, to the crap table and he said, who's with me? And what has happened in Georgia? All the models said people are going to die left and right. He's kicking ass over there. That's a leader, in my opinion. Guy in Florida 
was a couple weeks later, he did the same thing. Everyone said he was going to get his ass kicked. You know who's getting his ass kicked? <coughs> is Fredo's brother. Fredo's brother is getting his ass kicked. And that's the thing about the media that pisses me off is they won't say shit about him. Because Cuomo is Fredo's brother and Fredo works at CNN and he's a Democrat so they can't say anything about him. Well, bullshit, man. Say what it is. He put people in nursing homes and they fucking were dying left and right. Might as well just tell everybody that's an alcoholic in, North, in, in New York and just say Cuomo's opening up a bar and saying all drinks are on him. Why don't you guys just come on down here? For the next month, see what happens. You can stay at my my huge bar that I have. I know you guys are alcoholics and all the drinks are on me. But uh, let's see what happens. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? You know, but he never gets blamed for shit. That's the problem with the bias, the bullshit. I can't stand that shit from the media. And it's the same people and... You know, whether whether you hate Trump or you love Trump, it's he can't do anything right. He can't do anything wrong. There's there's just never like there's never like from the from the left. There's never like, hey, I hate Trump's tweets. He sucks at this. He lies about this. I mean, his tweets suck and he does lie. But they can't say, hey, he's great with the economy and the unemployment. And then on the right, they can't just say, hey, you know what? His tweets do suck and he does lie. He did lie about this because they'll only talk about the economy and the unemployment. It's like, dude, talk about the whole fucking, the whole picture instead of just what, what, what your um, bias is towards him. Now, as far as I'm going to transition to baseball, um, Baseball should be playing right now. How they're not, I have no idea. They have blown the whole situation. They should totally be playing um, by mid-June. You should, you should have, honestly, you should have fans in the stands, in my opinion. August? August 1st, you should have fans. I don't, I don't see why not. I mean... The whole pandemic, the whole coronavirus. If if we don't get a huge spike from these riots, I mean these protests and riots that are going on, how the fuck are all those states that still are in lockdowns and all the states that took forever to be in lockdowns? How could they come back to us? And be like, we did the right thing. You obviously didn't do the right thing because you're, you're ruining people's lives. You're ruining businesses. You're ruining jobs. All that shit. Um, if we don't have a huge spike in a week. And I, don't, I personally don't think we're going to. But maybe I'm wrong. I'm not going to pretend like, you know, I'm Fauci who's, who's just a fucking joke. But back to baseball, I, I got to... You know, a little nugget here the other day that, I mean, you could believe me or, or not. It's it's not from my normal source. It's from another guy. But apparently, there's a good chance that they're going to report around June 18th. And um, 
It sounds like there's going to be about 60 to 65 players. Let me read it. Teams will have a total of 65 to 60 players. Um, um, it's going to be pro a little reduced on the pro rate. And then one of the big things that's, that could be happening is some of the big names are not going to want to come back. Um, and it sounds like some of the pitchers are not going to want to come back. So... I mean, I don't. I guess I shouldn't give out the name because then, then it might. I'm not going to give out the. There's one big name of a pitcher that's not going to come back. It sounds like. Um, it does sound like Trout will come back and play. It sounds like the hitters will come back and play, but maybe some veteran pitchers might not come back. Um, but baseball really blew it because if you were playing by June 15th, which you should be playing, you should have had everything figured out just in case the pandemic was over. Basically, the pandemic's over. So the minute that it's over, you had players ready to, you know, go to camp. You have camp for two, three weeks, whatever, three weeks of spring training, and then you're off and running. If you would have been off and running and, you know, you should have been in camp a week ago by, or, you know, two weeks ago, and then had a month of that or three weeks, you should be June 15th playing. You would have had so much... So many eyeballs on your game for a month, month and a half where no other sports are being played. There's no NBA. You know, the NBA usually goes what? To the middle of June or, yeah, middle of June. And then, yeah, baseball gets in there. But you would have the NBA draft. Um, Training camps usually start what? Beginning of July or middle, yeah, beginning of July for NFL. But you would have had live sports going and gamblers, you know, I don't really gamble on, only gamble on football, but you would have had so many of these live or, or these gamblers that want to bet so fucking bad on sports. Because a lot of them like DM me and shit and they're like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, dude, I don't really gamble. <laughs> I only gamble on football. But what I mean by that is the ratings would have gone up so big because people, you know, without all the other sports that have been going on, you know, there was no college basketball NCAA tournament. There was no NBA playoffs. There's no NBA, you know, the regular season got cut short. I mean, they would have had that extra money and it would have been throwing it at baseball. And I'm still optimistic they're going to get a season – you know, in there and probably, I don't know, 82 games, somewhere around there or something, whatever, 50 games. Um, it's going to suck. I mean, the season's probably, you know, I mean, it's it'll be all right, but as long as we get something. But if you don't get something, you're going to be fucked. You're going to be completely fucked. And I think, I think a sports franchise right now, I don't think people realize, like, the arrow's pointing up on every sports franchise, NHL, NBA, uh, I don't know about MLB, but NFL, NHL, NBA. Because if the M- MLB fucks this up, they're in trouble. But all the other sports, I think the franchise of each team is going to skyrocket because of of gambling that's getting legalized in more and more states. I think there's over 20-something states that have legalized it. And I think like 15 in the last year or two, or I don't even know, whatever it is. Maybe it's all 20. Um, 
it's going to be like almost like a drug to some of these people. And what I mean by that is fantasy football has helped out the NFL big time. Like how many people that were Charger fans that you know were like, okay, I'm done with the NFL, but still play fantasy football so they watch the NFL just for that reason. They don't have a favorite team, but they got their own team for fantasy football and they still do it. Well, that's how gambling is going to be. And it's going to be probably like three, five times that. Because you're going to be able to bet on any game you want. Um, if you don't have a player you know, on the Bengals or Jaguars and they're playing, then you don't give a fuck about that game. If you have some players in that game, you care about that game. Well, if you got some action on that game, you know, you got the Bengals minus three, you're going to watch that game. It doesn't matter if it's the worst game on the slate, you're going to watch it. And the ratings will go up big in every sport. The more and more states get legalized. But baseball had its chance. That's one sport that, to me, is basically a local sport where you only really watch your local team. And that's it. I mean, I don't watch other teams. I don't. You put gambling on there, yeah, it'll go up a little bit. But is it going to be enough? I don't know. You need to sell tickets. You need fans. And if you don't have a baseball season, you're going to lose a shitload of fans. So I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what side to be on. I don't really care. Just get the fucking deal done so we can watch some goddamn baseball. Uh, last thing I'll say, transitioning to college football, I kind of like two teams so far just reading up on, you know, I've probably read up on five to seven teams. Um, two teams that I'm going to be probably higher on the most going into the season are going to be the Cal Bears and... Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State looks really good, especially offensively, but they got some defensive returners coming back. They're kind of a tough program for me to get. You know, I think the magazine has them like 14 or 15, somewhere around there. So that's a little high on the ranking, so maybe. But they could be really good. Um, I kind of like what I see out of them. Cal, I like. I think it's got, let me see. I think it's got um, Cal ranked in... 33rd. They got 18 starters coming back, the Cal Bears. All five offensive linemen coming back. Uh, Chase Garber's the quarterback. He got hurt, missed four games last year. He's actually pretty good. He's coming back, so I think they're going to be pretty good. I like their coach, Justin Wilcox. He's a defensive-minded coach. The defense is always going to be pretty good. Their whole D-line's back. They got some good players there, you know. Uh, the preseason's got them 33rd. They could be sneaky pretty good, though. They could be really good. Uh, you got a projected record of 9-3. and three. I, I like what I see from Cal. One team that I think – I think they're going to be a national contender, but I think we can make some money betting against them is Clemson. Um, let me go back to Oklahoma State. Let's see what I liked about Oklahoma State. They got four – let me see. No, they only got three offensive linemen coming back, but they got they got all their weapons coming back. You know, they got uh, Hubbard, the running back's really good. I mean, he's one of the best running backs in the nation. Tylen Wallace, the receiver's really good. He's one of the best receivers. And then they got whew, they got eleven defensive out of the twelve, or no, they got all eleven defensive starters coming back. Um. 
So they should be better defensively than they usually are. Going back to Clemson, um, Clemson's going to be a national contender. I'm not saying they're, they're not going to – I mean, they're going to be favored in every single game. But I think we can – excuse me. I think we can make some money betting against them, especially early in the season. Um, they lost their, their best receiver, Justin Ross. He, I think he got a neck injury or something. He's out for the season. And they're a little thin at receiver. They're going to have to play two sophomores that were highly recruited. So, And they didn't do much last year as freshmen, but oh well. And Frank Lanson and um, uh, Joseph Nada. Uh, but that's just hard to count on guys that haven't done much. And they're going to have to step up like – one of those guys is going to be the number two. Amari Rogers is going to be the one, and he's like, I mean, he's a small little Smurf receiver. He's more of a slot receiver. So I think Trevor Lawrence might struggle a little bit. And the problem I see is they got four offensive linemen they got to replace there from starters. Yeah, they're all, you know, I mean, Clemson's recruiting top five recruits, you know, number one, number two classes year in and year out. But look, until they prove it on the field, you know, especially early in the season, I think Clemson's probably not going to cover most games. Let's see, what do, you, what do you play about in college football? 11 games. I could see them going 4-7 and seven or something. Um, ATS, or they play, yeah, 13, yeah, two playoff games. Yeah, um, 11 games. I could see them going like 4-7 and seven ATS or, um, for the season. I, they're going to struggle ATS is what I'm trying to say. So that's all I got. Um Stay safe, you know. Don't believe the media. The media is full of shit. They got agendas. They have narratives. Try to find out, you know, who you trust. And, you know, have your own opinion. If you got a strong opinion, put it down on Twitter. If people don't like it, fuck them. Who fucking cares? All right, everyone. Peace out.